This, this is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. I stand in front of you knowing that I have failed you. I cannot believe that an item so relevant, so vital to alpha male kind was missed by me last week. Lieutenants, I will atone for this travesty. And when I tell you what this the importance of the holiday that occurred last Saturday that I miss, you too will agree that I made a tremendous blunder, a tremendous error. I just hope that the revelation of this holiday brings you so much joy as it should that you will forgive me. So that in future years, on March 14th, you can celebrate the holiday that I so tragically missed last week. Long-ash greetings and salutations. A long-ash snappy salute. Semper delictatio. Always pleasure. America's alpha male. Front and center. Humidor 1A. Command center alpha. If you care to join us, nationwide cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are now open at 877-DAVE-007. That is 877-328-3007. Email address cigardave at cigardave.com. Do not forget, download the Cigar Dave mobile app. It is now on version 3.0. You will see many refinements and changes, including the ability to dictate, to trans- transcribe, but to record a 15-second message that you can electronically send via the app to us, and we can play it on the air, or we can listen to it, and we can incorporate it into our program content. So do download the Cigar Dave mobile app. Check out CigarDave.com. Tons of items, as well as the links to our Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and other social media accounts. As I mentioned to you, I almost want to be like, uh, who was that... Uh, that that preacher that's that that went up and said, "I have sinned before you." Well, I have failed you, lieutenants. I don't know how in the world I missed a holiday as important to men that occurred last Saturday. I have absolutely no clue. March fourteenth, last Saturday, was Steak and BJ Day. One month to the day. After Valentine's Day, Steak and BJ Day is exactly what the name implies. It is a day where men can enjoy two of their favorite items, a nice, big, juicy hunk of meat and that special San Francisco treat, Steak and BJ Day. 
Now, while it may be a made-up holiday, the latest of many made-up holidays, last Saturday was National Pi Day, which celebrated the mathematical value of pi, which is 3.14 and about 40 other digits. And, of course, people eat pie. You get it? Pie is spelled P-I, but people ate pie that day. We've seen all these other holidays, all sorts of made-up holidays. International Women's Day. International Day to Celebrate Hot Dogs. All these made-up holidays. So it seems to me that this Steak and BJ Day that occurred last Saturday, March 14th, is brilliant. But apparently this has been going on for a while, and I have no idea how America's alpha male-in-chief missed this. Perhaps it's not promoted as well as it should be, but I can assure you, lieutenants, that effective... March 14th, 2016, we will promote National Steak and BJ Day prominently front and center here on the Cigar Dave Show. Now, the origins of Steak and BJ Day aren't totally clear. Some people credit a radio DJ, Tom Birdsey, who created the holiday on air in 2002. Others say that the holiday may have begun in the mid-1990s. Why do men need Steak and BJ Day, aside from the obvious, two of our favorite things? There is a website called SteakandBJ.org. And they explain the holiday as such. Since Valentine's Day is basically a holiday created by greeting card companies for women, that day should be focused on women. To be fair, there should be a special day for men. Since men do not want to receive teddy bears and roses, the question became... What do men enjoy? Men stereotypically love steak. And not to sound crass, BJ's. And by the way, for those of you that don't know what BJ's are, blowjoys. Because it is so joyous for both involved. From there, the holiday steak and BJ day was created. Women do not have to buy presents. Women only have to give their significant other two things in order to celebrate the holiday. A steak and a BJ. Now, think about this. On Valentine's Day, which is like the Super Bowl for dames, what do they want? They want the flowers, and they want the gifts, the jewelry. They want all sorts of items, and they also want you to take them out for a very extravagant dinner, and it is the most difficult night to get a reservation. You have to make reservations months in advance. It is the Super Bowl for dames. Of course, it is a holiday that has been perpetuated I absolutely, really just, it has gotten so far extreme compared to what the initial intent was. You've got a Valentine, you give her a card, you give her some chocolate, and you'd be done with it. But no, now it's a whole production. It's a whole to-do. It is the Super Bowl for dames. So why should men not have a day for themselves? So I think the gesture of creating the day, Steak and BJ Day, is absolutely Superb and absolutely appropriate. So I give you the most sincerest of apologies. I cannot believe that I overlooked a day, a holiday, so important last Saturday as Steak and BJ Day. And I pledge to you, lieutenants, that will never happen again. Follow the General 24-7 on Twitter at, at Cigar Dave at Show. Cigar Dave Show.
In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Wow, the new Super Lee Hero from Rocky Patel. That's right. This seed took years of development. This is a new varietal from Costa Rica. Years of planning, years of research, and working with the Placencia family, we have a seed called the Super Ligero. That's the magic in this new cigar. This cigar has a unique wrapper from St. Augustine from the mountains of Honduras. That's right, Nimish, and that's why this cigar is so special, because it has a character that is very, very different than all of the cigars. In fact, whether you're a novice, amateur, professional, full-body smoker, you're gonna love this cigar. Because this character with the Super Ligero and the St. Augustine wrapper just delivers a lot of unique flavors that everyone's gonna enjoy. Look for it in your local retailers coming this October. and convenience. The general has turned on the no pleasure police sign. You may now feel free to enjoy the good life. Well, before we get into the enemies of pleasure, let's talk about a woman who enjoys pleasure, who enjoys a product that gives her pleasure, that has been giving her pleasure for over 40 years since she took up consuming the product. And I'm speaking of Dr. Pepper. A 104-year-old woman in Fort Worth, Texas, Elizabeth Sullivan, 
says she doesn't need the advice of real doctors. She keeps another real doctor or another doctor very close by, a can of Dr. Pepper. Not just one can, not just two cans, but three cans of Diet Pepper because she enjoys three cans of Dr. Pepper every day. Three a day for 40 years. She said, people try to give me coffee for breakfast. Well, I'd rather have a Dr. Pepper. I started drinking them about 40 years ago. Three a day. Every doctor that sees me says they'll kill you. But they die and I don't. So there must be a mistake somewhere. For her birthday, she got a uh, couple of nice surprises. A cake shaped like a can of Dr. Pepper. She also received a gift basket from the CEO of Dr. Pepper's Snapple Group, Larry Young, which was very nice. I'm sure there was ample amounts of Dr. Pepper. And Miss Sullivan, well-known in the Fort Worth community, she was a math teacher for many years, tutored football players for free, 104 years of age. What would Michelle Obama say about that? Who gives a damn? Let this woman enjoy her Dr. Pepper. And I will have loads to talk about Michelle Obama and some of her enemy of food and enemy of pleasure restrictions that have been placed and some studies that are going to be done because of her efforts that I will get to later on in the show. But happy 104th birthday to Elizabeth Sullivan. Three Dr. Peppers a day. She must be absolutely doing something right. Now, lieutenants, let us talk about the EPA. I have stated for many years that the enemies of pleasure are going to go after your steak. They're going to go, not going, they are going after our cigars. They're going after our libations. They're going after our snacks. And now I have two documented items evidencing that the EPA would like to get into your grills, your barbecue pits, and your showers. First item, the EPA is eyeing pollution from backyard barbecues. I called this. I called this a couple of years ago. I said, mark my words, they're going to come after those of us that like to grill, whether it's the steak, whether it's the coal, the propane, the wood, the smokers, Mark my word, the EPA is going to come after us. The EPA announced they are funding a University of People's Republic of California project to limit emissions resulting in grease drippings with a special tray to catch them and a catalytic filtration system. A $15,000 project, they say, has the potential for global application. The EPA is spending 15000 of our tax dollars, and people may say, well, what's 15000 The government has billions and billions every year in, 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 in budget uh, expenditures. Not the point. I am tired of the bureaucrats, the Obama administration, every presidential administration, and Congress wasting our money. It is our money that they take away from us. I am tired of it. You are tired of it. We are tired of it. I don't need to know what the mating habits of the Polynesian shrimp happen to be where they spend all these dollars on these stupid, ridiculous studies. 
and I certainly don't need $15,000 spent to determine how we can limit emissions resulting from grease drippings on our grills and our barbecues. Here is a little bit more about the technology that the EPA will study with their $15,000 grant that is intended to reduce air pollution and cut the health hazards to barbecue pitmasters from propane fuel cookers. Here we go. Now what they're going to use, just like we hear with cigars and libations, no, no, we're here to protect you and protect others from secondhand smoke and thirdhand smoke. We're here to protect pitmasters. If anybody believes that for a second, I will sell you every bridge in the United States for 50 cents. It is ridiculous to think. It's absurd to think that the FDA is just worried about the health effects on pitmasters from their propane-fueled grills. That is an excuse that we have heard many times before. Remember, it's all for our health. It's for the children. It's always for something else. No, what it is for is the EPA that wants to get into our homes and, as you will see, into our showers and dictate what we should cook on, how long our showers should be, and interfere in our lives more so than they already do. Now, the EPA, in addition to looking at grills, has also been looking at Americans who use lawnmowers, gas-powered lawnmowers, and uh, gas-powered leaf blowers. They're everything around the house they're looking at. Under the guise of, well, we need to protect everybody. This is part of the expansive net that government now cascades over all Americans. The EPA was created under the Nixon administration, a Republican, by the way, to make sure that the water was clean, to make sure that there weren't uh, any hazards in the ground. Now they have grown like an, basically like an unstoppable virus that just grows and grows and grows, and there's no amount of penicillin that can stop it. Even the president's If they wanted to stop the EPA, can't do it. Like all these other government agencies, they've gotten bigger with all these bureaucrats that can't get fired. Now, the grant was given to the University of California. The school is proposing two fixes to reduce emissions from barbecues. First, they want to cut back on grease flare-ups. And here is their idea. You tell me if you think this is practical on your grill. A slotted and corrugated tray, which is inserted immediately prior to meat flipping and removed immediately after. Now, last night, I grilled a lovely, voluptuous, robust filet mignon about two and a half inches thick. Do you think when I flipped it several times that I want to insert a tray prior to flipping it and then taking that tray out? Now, it says this short contact time prevents the tray from overheating and volatizing the collected grease. The collected grease will then drip off into a collection tray and can be used at the pitmaster's discretion. However, total capture is not practical, so the students from the University of California have a second idea. They are proposing a secondary air filtration system composed of a single pipe duct system which contains a specialized metal filter, a metal fan blade, a drive shaft, and an accompanying power system with either a motorized or manual method. And the system can be powered by either an exterior electric motor with a chain-driven drive shaft 
directly spinning the fan blade, or a hand-powered crank. Now, does that, what I just described, sound practical and reasonable? They want a single-pipe duct system which contains a specialized metal filter, a metal blade, a drive... I'll tell you what, a drive shaft. No, what they want to do is shaft the American who wants to barbecue and grill hot dogs and hamburgers and steak and ribs and chicken and pork and fish and vegetables. They want to come after us because now all of a sudden, those of us that cook on grills, we're now evil. We are evil. And this is a repetitive item that we have seen from every government bureaucracy, every government agency. Oh, we're not worried about you. We're worried about the effects on the pitmaster. We're worried about the effects of the environment. I will guarantee you that if Obama wants to have a barbecue, he'll have all the barbecues he wants. But if we want to, well, the EPA doesn't like that. Now, this $15,000 grant is part of the EPA's National Student Design Competition for sustainability focusing on people, prosperity, and the planet. I would rename it National Student Design Competition for Absolute Total BS. Now, the EPA has come out and say and said they don't regulate backyard barbecues. Well, they don't now. But do any of you think that the EPA will just stop with a $15,000 study? Don't you think that this study will lead to other studies and eventually the EPA proposing that you either have to have these special, massive, expensive hoods or you can't grill and you'll be subject to fines or they will increase the tax. They'll put a special carbon tax on grills because it spews all this carbon and all the greases that flame up are released into the Earth's atmosphere. It is absolute nonsense. And when I come back, lieutenants, as the great Ron Popeil would say, but wait, there's more. Think they're done with your grill? They're coming after you in your very own shower. The Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is E.P. Carrillo Cabinet. This beautiful cigar quickly sold out their original production, created for the European market, now available in the U.S. The E.P. Carrillo Cabinet is a medium-body cigar with a gorgeous Ecuadorian Habano Corojo 99 wrapper. Not a member of the Officers Club? Sign up today at CigarDave.com. The new Romeo Inejo by Romeo y Julieta is crafted with a passion grown through time. Its double-fermented 2008 vintage tobaccos find their perfect companion with a stock-cut dark Connecticut wrapper. Together, they're aged in unique cedar cojones for a bold, sophisticated experience featuring notes of coffee and dark chocolate. Experience the timeless passion of the Romeo Inejo today at your local tobacconist. Surgeon General's warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Get ready to celebrate the good life with the Monte Cristo Social Club Roadshow, coming soon to a city near you. Enjoy world-class premium cigar brands like Monte Cristo, 
Romeo y Julieta, and H. Upman. Sip on delicious drinks and savor fine foods. You'll also hear an exclusive lecture about crafting premium cigars, from the first seeds to hand-rolled masterpieces. Visit MontecristoSocialClub.com slash Roadshow for more information and to reserve your tickets to join in the festivities. Surgeon General's warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. USDA certified alpha male with zero trace of wussification. It's the General Cigar Cigar Dave. Dave. I will move Litation to the next segment because I must continue defending our right to throw a a weenie or a slab of ribs on the grill and to take showers as long as we damn well please. And I... Mentioned before the timeout that the EPA now wants an addition to going after your grill. They want to go into your shower, and they want to monitor how long you take showers. The EPA has announced that they are spending another $15,000 to create a wireless system that will track how much water a hotel guest uses in order to get them to, and I use in quotes here, modify their behavior. Now, those three words should send shivers down the spine of every American. We have heard those words before for many years from the enemies of pleasure and worse over the last six years with this bureaucratic socialist government. Modify your behavior. What does that mean? That means that they will use any study or any anecdotal evidence, or any contrived evidence, made-up evidence, in order, under the guise of either protecting you, or protecting Americans, or protecting the environment, that you must modify your behavior. They want to modify your eating habits. They want to modify you enjoying a cigar. They want to modify your libationary habits. They want to modify your cooking habits. And now they want to modify our bathing habits. According to the uh, EPA grant to the University of Tulsa, hotels consume a significant amount of water in the U.S. and around the world. Most hotels do not monitor individual guest water usage, and as a result, millions of gallons of potable water are wasted every year by hotel guests. Says who? Says Who? This is nonsense. You could make the same, you could say that every single house in America, every household in America, or every apartment building 
doesn't monitor their individual water usage, and as a result, millions of potable water are wasted. Who gives a damn if water is wasted? Who cares? Now, I understand in California, they have a severe drought. I get that. But here in Florida, other parts of the country, there is no problem with any drought. In fact, here in the Cigar City, they built a desalination plant so that we can actually get water. We can can make potable water and drinking water from salt water that's abundant in the Gulf of Mexico and in Tampa Bay. And I am watching all the snow melting in the Northeast and Midwest. Those lakes are going to be rising like there's no tomorrow. Plenty of water. Do not be fooled. Now, this proposed work aims to develop a novel low-cost wireless device for monitoring water use from hotel guest room showers. This device will be designed to fit most new and existing hotel shower fixtures and will wirelessly transmit hotel guest water usage data to a central hotel accounting system. Ah, we have revealed another nugget to a central hotel accounting system. Don't be surprised if the same people that say that we should tax you based on the miles you drive by putting a special GPS into your car that can monitor your mileage, these are the same people now that will say that we should monitor hotel guests, and people's water usage, and we should tax them higher. This is, I will guarantee, this is what's going to happen. Never mind that we already pay a gas tax at the pump, which is a de facto mileage tax. If you drive 1,000 miles a year and you buy, let's say, 150 gallons of gas, and the tax, I'm just hypothetically saying, is 50 cents, well... Great. You're going to pay that. Consequently, if you drive 100,000 miles a year and you need 800 gallons a year to fill up or 200 gallons or whatever it is, you're going to pay more in gas tax at the pump. That is a de facto uh, mileage tax. That works fine. But they want something on top of that. And I will guarantee you they want something on top of the water rates you already pay. Now, here in the Cigar City of Tampa... There is a base rate for the first couple of thousand gallons you use, you pay X. For the next umpteen thousand, you pay X plus 30%. So there already is, to a degree, a taxed metered system, but they want more. Now, the funding is going for the CPA project is going toward creating a prototype and market analysis for the device. The goal of the project is to, let's all say it together, change the behavior of Americans when they stay at hotels. The project was filed under water conservation, urban water planning, and sustainable water management. Now, the EPA also has a water sense program that challenges hotels to track their shower water use and upgrade their restrooms with low-flow toilets and shower heads, and also encourages that linens and towels be reused in guest rooms. You know what the first thing I do when I get to the to my hotel? The first thing I do, I take that little card where they give you this nonsense saying, we care about the environment. As such, we'll only change your sheets every five days during your stay or three days or whatever it is. However, if you would like them changed daily, please leave this card on the pillow. I do it every morning, every day. I want clean sheets. And I will tell you, That in many hotels, 
They have replaced decent showerheads with showerheads that barely come out with a trickle of water. And let me give you all a tip, and this is what I do. When I'm staying at a hotel for a good period of time, I was in Las Vegas last year for the Cigar Retailers Convention. Get into my hotel room, go to take a shower. It took me, for the first day, it took me about 30 minutes to take a normal shower that should have taken me maybe 12, 15. I take long showers because I shave in the shower. I get the closest, smoothest, most comfortable shave when my beard, I have a very, very heavy beard, a thick beard. Consequently, when I'm in the shower, that steam, by soaping it up, by steam, and that hot water loose gets it nice and soft, and I shave right in the shower. There's nothing better. And it also saves me time because then I don't have to get in front of the sink and I don't have to shave. It's just easy. It works for me. I get in. I do my shower. I take as long as I damn well please. I shave, get showered, and I'm done. It took me 30 minutes just to get all the basic soap off. It was horrible. Now, I normally, and I do this now, I normally, as of last summer, I travel with a portable showerhead that can replace the existing showerhead, and I carry a pair of small pliers in my toiletry kit that can easily unscrew the hotel shower, and I replace it with this, and then before I leave, I put the old shower, or the hotel showerhead back into place. However, I didn't have the showerhead. I did not have the pliers. Luckily, I was able with my bare hands to unscrew the showerhead last summer. And what I did was I found a little, I think I had a little tweezers or cuticle clippers, and I was able to find that little plastic water flow device, and I just popped it right out. And lo and behold, I was showering with massive amounts of water and water pressure. I do not apologize for wanting to take a shower with decent water flow. And neither should you. So just a little tip, lieutenants. When you do travel, a little mini pliers and a little shower head where you remove the little, uh, the little water savings plastic device, the flow regulator, pop that out. And you don't need an expensive shower head. This thing I got is only like 10 bucks. It's very small and compact, but man, does it ever deliver a great amount of water pressure when you replace the hotel's existing shower head. Now, the EPA is very concerned because the average shower lasts eight minutes and uses 18 gallons of water. And they have asked Americans to reduce their shower length by at least one minute. Well, I will tell you, I am using without any question. I'm probably in the shower for about 15 to 17 minutes because, again, I shave in the shower. I'm probably using 40 gallons of water. And I don't apologize for it. I'm not concerned about it. I don't care. Now, there are people who say, well, you don't care about the environment. Okay, I don't care about the environment. Guess what? The environment's going to be here for another 10 million years plus. We'll be long gone. Fear not. Now, what they want, the EPA wants, is for the technology to be adopted by all the major hotels across the country. And the device seeks to get hotel guests to limit their showers to seven minutes as a start. As a start. The university team that is coming up with this technology assume that the average hotel shower lasts 8.2 minutes and uses 17.2 gallons of water per guest per shower. Now, initially, they want to reduce that by 
However, they want to eventually adopt the homewaterworks.org recommendation of a five-minute shower to reduce water usage. And here's what they recommend, taking a Navy shower. And there are three steps to a Navy shower, none of which I will ever use in my lifetime, and neither should you. One, turn on the water to rinse your body and hair. Two, turn off the water while you shampoo your hair and wash your body with soap and a washcloth. Then... Turn the water back on, rinse off all the soap and the shampoo. Using this technique, they say, the total duration of water flow can easily be reduced to five minutes or less. Now, have you ever been in a shower where you are standing buck naked, you've got water on you and soap on you, it's cold outside, and you don't have that hot water going? Do you know how cold that is? No, thank you. And I will guarantee those of you that lived in the north, live in the Northeast, the Upper Midwest, or even the Southeast, where it was very bitterly cold this winter, you're not going to want to sit there and shiver your ass off in the shower while the you're washing up and the water is off. I don't think so. Not going to happen. And I remember I, I bring you this one other little device or one other little item here. Now the EPA is saying. That And this is according to the EPA Deputy Press Secretary, Laura Allen. She said, the EPA is not monitoring how much time hotel guests spend in the shower. She said, let us be very clear. EPA is not monitoring how much time hotel guests spend in the shower as part of the People, Prosperity, and the Planet, a student design competition for sustainability. Students at the University of Tulsa are conducting research to develop a novel, low-cost wireless device for monitoring water use from hotel guest room showers. The marketplace, not EPA, will decide if there's a demand for this type of technology. Oh, really? Really? Let me ask you, was it the marketplace that decided to stick toilets that do like 1.8 gallons per flush where you have to flush them 40 times, whereas one regular toilet from like the 1970s or the 1980s, you flush once and you use way less water. And oh, by the way, those toilets work. These toilets, these low flow are the absolute worst. You better have a plunger with you everywhere you travel because they just don't work. Did the marketplace decide on that? Oh, no, I'm sorry. That was Congress in their brilliance under, if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if that was the Clinton administration or the Bush administration that brought us that. But whoever it was, it was absurd because it uses more water in the long run because these low-flow toilets just don't work as well as the original toilets that used far more water. Now, was that the marketplace that decided that? No. And do you really believe the EPA, that they're not going to use their bureaucratic strong-arm tactics to dictate what type of showerhead and how long people can take showers? Mark my words, there will be some bureaucrat in the EPA that will say, you know what, let's mandate a device where you can only take One five-minute shower per hour in these hotels. I will guarantee you, lieutenants, it is coming. Do not be fooled. It is absolutely coming. Make no mistake. As far as I'm concerned, please, EPA, stay the hell out of my barbecue pit. Stay out of my smoker. And stay the hell out of my shower and my bathroom. You are not needed there. You are not required there, and you will do nothing but interrupt great showers and great grilling on the barbecue by your interference. So, lieutenants, here we go.
government under the guise of we're just here to not mandate anything, but to go ahead and just tell you and let the marketplace decide. If you believe that, forget it. It will never happen. Rule number one, don't ever believe the government. In fact, our forefathers created the First Amendment, freedom of speech and freedom of the press, because they believed you should always question and be cynical of your government, especially the one we have had the last six years. Have you seen the new CigarDave.com yet? Listen to the show, check out videos of the general, and sign up for the Officers Club. It's all available at CigarDave.com. Hey, I need to hit the bank before we get on the road. Is it your bank across town? No, no. It's right here. Uh, that's a tobacconist. Yeah, I need to pick up some annuities and currency. Did you knock your head really hard recently? I'm picking up The Banker by H. Upman. Annuity and currency are two sizes. You know I don't understand all that financial mumbo-jumbo. And The Banker is a new cigar made with rich tobaccos inspired by the original H. Upman that was created in 1844 by the Upman brothers, who were bankers by trade. It was given as unique present for their most important clients, and the prize cigar was stored in a vault under lock and key. The only thing my banker has ever given me was a calendar with pictures of his dog, dressed as pinup models. It sounds like you need a new banker. Only if you're talking about the cigar. Purchase the banker by H. Upman at your local tobacconist today and look for ways you can crack the code to the vault of the banker by H. Upman. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. You walk into a cigar shop, stare at hundreds of choices, and wonder as you take in the aroma. Go with an old standard or try something new? Lead or follow? That's the real question here, isn't it? Next time, choose to lead with a premium cigar from Royal Gold Cigars. Royal Gold Cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines, Casino Gold HRS High Roller Selection and Kismet. Hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper. The Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option, try our bold Dominican Puro, Kismet, meaning destiny, a blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead or follow. Visit RoyalGoldCigars.com. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. The General has determined that enemies of pleasure are hazardous to your happiness. For your protection and sanity, they've been vaporized. And a royal pain in the patootie, no question about that. Lieutenants, I'm going to take one for the team. For the alpha male team, because I'm going to delay litation to the next hour, but I felt that 
it was so imperative that we expose and address what the EPA is going to come after now, your grills, your showers, that we cannot let this stand. We must take the battle right to the enemy, so therefore I will delay litation. Now, that in no way, shape, or form means you cannot conduct your own litation and libation ceremony. I'm sure many of you have already. So hope you're enjoying your cigar and your libation. Let's say hello to John in Oklahoma, where the wind comes whipping down the range. You are front and center. Long ashes, General. How Back are you today? Fantastic, John. Well, I'd be better if we didn't have to deal with these uh, EPA pains in the ass. Boy, isn't that the truth? Yeah, I, I was listening to that. That's good. They like to get into everything, don't they? You know what? I just thought about this. You know what EPA really stands for? Enemies and pains in the ass. That's Absolutely. what it is. That's what EPA stands for. Absolutely. Absolutely. What can we do for you, John? Well, uh, I'm going to be in your area. In June, and I was wondering what you could tell me about Ebor City. Well, I can tell you a lot about Ebor City. That is the historic cigar manufacturing area in the uh, city of Tampa, the Cigar City. In uh, the late 1800s, Vicente Martinez Ebor brought the cigar industry first from Cuba to Key West, and then from Key West to Tampa, where at one point, there were hundreds and hundreds of cigar factories, and everywhere you look in Ebor, you can't miss the cigar factories. You will see the red brick buildings, and uh, they're literally dotted on the landscape in West Tampa as well as Ebor City. Now, there's some great places to go in Ebor City. First of all, I've got to recommend that you go to the Columbia Restaurant. The Gem okay. of Spanish Restaurants, right on 7th Avenue. It is one entire city block long. And when you get there, you make sure that you ask for George or Jim. You tell them Cigar Dave Sension, you're visiting from Oklahoma. They'll take great care of you. I recommend okay. you got to have the Ebor salad. There's some great, everything they have there is fantastic. If you go for lunch, their Cuban sandwich is excellent. Uh, personally, you can never go wrong with their chicken and yellow rice Ebor. They have got uh, their, uh, their, some great snapper a la cante dishes. They have, oh, there's the, um, the, the uh, uh, snapper in papayo, which is snapper and parchment with a crab meat stuffing that's phenomenal. Their yellow rice is great. you got to get their sangria. Now, they also make a white sangria, which is very cool and refreshing this time of year because this week the temperature was in the 80s all week here in the Cigar City. I don't believe we will see it below 70 next week. I think that winter has now departed the Cigar City. So it's cool and refreshing, and then take a walk down. There's some nice. Uh, there's a cigar manufacturer right direct kitty corner, diagonally across from the Columbia. You gotta go, go stop over there. Okay. And there's a whole bunch of places. Just walk down Seventh Avenue, and you can't miss it. There's just some great places to go, and you'll see these little Buckeye cigar stores that roll their own cigars. And Ebor City is very cigar friendly. You'll find a cigar. You'll like that cigar. You'll walk up and down. Nobody looks at you like you're from outer space. When you're in Tampa and you have a cigar, you blend right in because that's the norm here in the Cigar City. A lot of that. Well, I appreciate it, General. Not a problem. Just ask for George or Jim and just tell them Cigar Dave sent you. They will take great care of you. And by the way, they do have a wonderful flamenco show in the evening. Just call ahead and ask them what time is it is. It is worth it to see. I think they charge you seven or eight bucks, uh, but you can eat your meal right there. It is outstanding. And here's what I'll do for you. I will send you out some Julius Caesar by Diamond Crown talking about cigar manufacturers that are in the Cigar City. The J.C. Newman Cigar Factory, you cannot miss from Interstate 4. 
And the Newman family, they've been making cigars there for many, many years. That factory's been there, geez, I want to say at least 100 years. So we will send those Julius Caesar by Diamond Crowns out to you, John, to enjoy. I appreciate it very much. My, very generous. My pleasure. Stand by the lovely Ms. Kate. We'll get to you. Lieutenants, care to join us? 877-DAVE-007-877-328-3007. We will tackle the enemies of pleasure wherever and whenever it is necessary. Because I will tell you, I have a cigar in my hand. I have a libation in my hand. I wish I had a giant slab of meat or ribs in my hand. And I wish I had some of the harem in my hands or on my lap. And I will tell the EPA or any other enemy of pleasure that wants to come my way, stay the hell away. Because you will never win. Freedom is paramount here on The Cigar Dave Show. Our number two is next. This, this is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida. U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave well, I'm getting some absolutely lovely tweets and emails regarding the EPA. The enemies and pains in the ass. Wanting to come after our grills and wanting to come after our showers. One of the great emails I just received that I would like to share with you. This is a classic. And this is from uh, Lieutenant... GM, he says, the best way to shower is with a hot dame. I must disagree. The best way to shower is with a harem of hot dames. But wait, the EPA will come after that saying, well, wait a minute. In order for all 32 to shower off, you're going to use 32 times of water. It is not efficient. Actually, I say it's very efficient, much more efficient than having the dames take 32 separate showers. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show from Command Center Alpha, Humidor 1A in the Cigar City. We welcome you to join us. Nationwide cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are now open and have been open at 877-DAVE-007-877-328-3007. I did tell you in the first hour that we have released version 3.0 of the Cigar Dave mobile app for the iOS devices, iPhone, iPad, as well as Android devices and the Kindle Fire. And I made one mistake. I said that there is now a messaging feature where you can record a message up to 15 seconds and it'll send it right to us and we can put it on the air or we can listen to the call and answer the question or comments during the show. Well, I was wrong. It's not 15 seconds. 60 seconds. You get one complete minute. 60 seconds for you to 
Leave a message, ask a question, whatever the case may be, and that goes right to us. So another feature on the Cigar Dave mobile app, check out CigarDave.com. It's got links to our Twitter feed at Cigar Dave Show, Facebook, Instagram, all of social media. All right, before I get to litation, because I had to delay the litation ceremony to our number. It doesn't happen often where I have to delay the litation ceremony into the second hour of the show, but... When we have to deal with the enemies of pleasure, I want to do it uninterrupted. I want to be able to take them on while I'm on a roll and pound them into submission, which is, I think, exactly what we did. Well, let me stay on the enemies of pleasure one more time here. Wall Street Journal article from last week, actually week before last, study supports raising tobacco purchase age to 21 A government commission study supports increasing the tobacco purchase age to 21 from 18, saying it would decrease early deaths, cut low birth weights, and substantially reduce the number of 15 to 17-year-olds who begin smoking. Wait a minute. Let me get this straight. The legal age to purchase any tobacco product in the United States is 18 years of age. Yet they're saying this government commission group is saying it would substantially reduce the number of 15- to 17-year-olds who begin smoking? Please tell me, how are they going into a store and purchasing tobacco products between 15 and 17 when it is against the law? And the FDA has been cracking down on any retailers, whether it's drug stores or convenience stores or neighborhood stores. They've got these crackdowns all over the country. And in fact, when you walk into these stores, there is a big calendar on there, this big sign that says, you must be born after this date in whatever year in order to purchase tobacco products. They've got the same thing for alcohol. You've seen these big calendars, and it's got the date. So it would have March 21st right up on there. It would have March 21st and say that you have to be born on this date, after this date in this year, in order for us to legally sell you this product, tobacco, means a cigar as well. So please help me understand. This is the typical government rationale. We have to increase the legal age to purchase tobacco from 18 to 21 so that we can cut down on the number of 15 to 17-year-olds who begin smoking. Yeah, that makes just a tremendous amount of sense. Now, only Congress, which required that the FDA... Commission, the report, has the power to increase the tobacco purchase age nationally. States and cities can raise the age in their jurisdictions. The report by a panel at the Independent Institute of Medicine examined the impact of increasing the age to 19 on teenagers. The committee also looked at how raising the age to 21 would affect 18 to 20-year-olds and how boosting it to 25 would affect 21 to 25-year-olds. Can you imagine if they boosted the legal age to purchase cigars to 25. But meanwhile, we can vote at 18. We can certainly serve and die for our country at 18, but you're too stupid and unqualified to purchase a cigar until you're 25. And by the way, the FDA already states there is a 95% compliance rate with preventing sales to youth. 95%. That is pretty damn good. That is an A by any stretch of the imagination. Any way you look at it, that is pretty good. 
So they're already preventing sales to youths, or as they would say on my cousin Vinny, to youths already. 95% compliance rate. So you tell me what the effect of raising the tobacco purchasing age from 18 to 21 will do. Nothing. Nothing. You have 95% of stores that are doing it. The key is those 5% that are not complying with the law, that's who you go after. And I have no idea in the world why any store or shopkeeper or convenience store, in fact, all these convenience stores and national change, they, they drill in everybody that you have to have ID, no waivers. In fact, I was up in, when I was up in the Western New York Theater of Operations last fall, I went to Wegmans, which is a big supermarket chain. Not as good as it used to be, by the way. It has definitely declined compared to what it used to be. Wegmans used to be the gold standard. It's still good, but it's not as good as it used to be. But they opened up uh, a, and by the way, New York State, you cannot have, one person cannot own multiple liquor stores, which makes no sense whatsoever. So Wegmans is opening up these freestanding liquor stores in front of many of their supermarkets, and they're having a family member or a manager. They're putting in other people's names. They've got to play the game, which makes no sense to me whatsoever. But I went in, and they ID'd every single person. There was a woman ahead of me that must have been at least, at least 75. They're like, they said to her, we need your ID. She looked and said, What? Yeah, we, we, we have to ID everybody. Now, that's stupidity. That's Wegmans being stupid. That's absolute stupidity on Wegmans' part. That's not bright. Now, I get if you say, look, there's somebody maybe in their 30s, 20s, or even 40s. I get it. But come on. People in their 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, Wegmans is wasting their time, and they're wasting their customers' time. That is sheer stupidity. But every single one of these stores whether it's Circle K or 7-Eleven or it's a supermarket chain, their people are trained. Do not sell tobacco or alcohol to anybody that does that is not of age, period. And why any shopkeeper would want to risk that is beyond me. You simply say, I'm sorry, I can't sell it to you. And if they go, well, I, I, I forgot my ID, say, great, just bring it back and we'll be happy to sell it to you when you come back with your ID. Makes no sense to me. Now, the panel... The Independent Institute of Medicine panel concluded that increasing the age above 18 would most affect 15- to 17-year-olds and found the impact of increasing the age to 21 would be substantially higher than 19. But the impact of raising it beyond 21 would be considerably smaller. Now, there is momentum by the enemies of pleasure to raise the legal age for buying cigars and other tobacco products to 21. Never mind that there is no justification whatsoever for doing so. Doesn't matter to the enemies of pleasure. Makes no difference. What does matter to them is prohibition. Is that they deem a product that they don't approve of, it is just it is fine to arbitrarily set an increased age. And if they had their way, Make no mistake, they would absolutely enact prohibition without any question. We know prohibition doesn't work, but that doesn't stop them. And we know it also doesn't stop these panels and these medical groups and these supposed scientific groups from altering their data and manipulating their data to achieve the end result that they so desire. 
And they do so by manipulating the data sets by the by the probabilities, by the standard deviations. And I'm not going to get into the scientific end of things, but one of the courses I had to take uh, at Syracuse, being in the School of Management as well as the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications, was we had to take two statistics classes. And we learned about standard deviations. And standard deviations are probabilities in which you, if you change those deviate one standard deviation, two, three standard deviations, it can essentially, you can make that report say anything you want it to say, even though the evidence doesn't justify it. And in fact, a federal judge slammed the EPA when the EPA came out, I think 17 years or 18 years ago, and said that at least 2,500 people per year are killed by the effects of secondhand smoke. The only way they got to that was by increasing the standard deviation from one to three which basically, even then, they couldn't get the study to read what they wanted it to do. And a federal judge in North Carolina threw it out, saying there is no basis in fact in that study because of how they manipulated the data. So it makes absolutely no sense to me to increase the age to 21, aside from the fact that we have these prohibitionists that don't like the fact that you want to consume a legal product. Now, these are the same enemies of pleasure. These are the same liberals that jump up and down and say, hey, let's lower the uh, the voting age from 18 to 16. And they have no problem sending people that are of 18 years of age and older to defend their country, to die for their country. They have no problem with that. But yet, an 18-year-old is not smart enough to make their own decision on purchasing tobacco product. It's ridiculous. I think the drinking age should be back to 18. I think the drinking age should be such that there should be no limit in home so that if parents want to supervise their kids and keep them there and teach them to respect alcohol so that it's not a taboo item, the liquor cabinet isn't locked, they don't go crazy when they become 18, 19, and 21, that should be enacted like they do in France. But we have a set of Puritan enemy of pleasure prohibitionists in this country that jump up and down and stomp their feet and say, nope, we can't allow this and we can't allow that and we can't allow that. Why? Because they deem it in their own moral sphere to be unacceptable. Well, I say, who the hell are all these people? It is time that we jump up as one group and say, we're not going to take this nonsense anymore. And I've always said, 99% of life is showing up. When we now show up to defend our right to enjoy our cigars in outdoor smoking areas in California or North Carolina or in Florida, and all of a sudden we come in mass like the enemies of pleasure, the politicians stop and say, well, maybe we ought to look at this a little bit further. They don't automatically roll over and say, well, there's nobody here in favor of, uh, from the uh, people who enjoy cigars, so therefore we're just going to roll over. And make mark my words, even though we do show up, You have many of these politicians that still don't care. But the key is we have to show up and be loud as hell, vociferous, and frankly, we have to be a little militant. Militant such that we won't just turn over and roll over and say, okay, we give in to what you say. No, we have to be militant. We have to be alpha males with giant balls of titanium and say, screw you enemies of pleasure. We are adults. We are smart, and we can make our own decisions. And we no longer are going to subscribe to your mandate 
because you deem it unacceptable. To the enemies of pleasure, be forewarned. The alpha males will rise, whether it's those of us that enjoy cigars, libations, steak, or taking long showers, we are not going to sit idly by. Your days of pushing us around and your days of dictating and mandating obscene regulations are over. The Cigar Intel and Alpha Male Pleasure Maneuvers continue. The Cigar Dave Show. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now either to the iTunes store or the Google Play store, Search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime, any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. In this difficult and challenging time when the government is trying to outlaw premium cigars and take away the art form of enjoying a beautiful cigar, we decided to introduce our brand called Prohibition. This cigar is going to be the bootlegger's dream. A gorgeous cigar made in Esteli, Nicaragua, triple capped using a broadleaf wrapper and a Mexican wrapper from the San Andreas Valley. It's got Nicaraguan tobaccos from the Nicaraguan valleys of Esteli and Jalapa. It's rich, it's complex, it's got some spice, some white pepper, and a ton of sweetness. Full of flavor, this cigar is one that you're going to want to enjoy and you're going to bootleg. And that's why it's called Prohibition. Enjoy it. I promise you're going to love it.
with an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. All right, we're going to do an abbreviated uh, litation and libation ceremony today, but I have pulled out a cigar. You know, I've been going through my humidor, and I've got a large humidor with thousands of cigars, and I'm finding things in the back. I had a problem with my humidification device, so I had to take many of the cigars out, and as I did, I found some gems buried in the back underneath all these other cigars, in great shape, of course, because I keep it properly humidified at the right temperature, and I pulled out a Hoya de Nicaragua Celebracion. This is a beautiful cigar that was launched, geez, got to be about five, six years ago. It is a super smooth, aged Habana seed uh, cigar, a Criollo Habana wrapper. It is medium, medium full, just a beautiful looking cigar, Nicaraguan binder and filler. A Nicaraguan-grown Habana Seed Criollo wrapper, very reasonably priced. You're looking at about five to six bucks per cigar. Beautiful-looking wrapper, and a slight box press to it. And I remember when it was given to me, I looked at it and said, "This just looks like a beautiful-looking cigar." The aroma, before even light it, is fantastic. Nice and oily. It's been aging about four years. Can't wait to get at it. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. Self-sharpening double-edged stainless steel guillotine ready for action. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. My Cigar Dave signature lock-and-load prototype mega flame with a giant torch handle. Big, big, probably enough fuel to light, I would say, at least 300 cigars. It's that big, adjustable flame. That's what I will use today. Cigar Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. Perfect cut. I will toast the foot of this cigar. Oh, this is beautiful. Just age beautifully. Have just a nice touch. Shine from the oils. Just beautiful. I'm toasting the wrapper first. Now the filler. Mmm. Puff and rotate. Nice, great draw. Mm, great taste. Scotch, bourbon, and beer. Commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. As my cigar is now properly lit, by Hoy de Nicaragua Celebración. Now I'm going to be conducting pilot aviation maneuvers. As such, eight hours bottle to throttle. So my libation is today a non-alcoholic libation. It is Diet Barks Root Beer. I don't know why I got in the mood for root beer, but last week I picked some up. I'm going to pour it over here, over some nice crushed ice, and root beer derived from the sassafras tree, or its bark as the primary flavor, very popular. So I'll take a sip of my Diet Root Beer. Mmm. You know, after drinking Diet Coke or Diet Pepsi, it's a nice change of pace, this Diet Barks root beer. Very nice flavor to it. Let's take another sip. Mm. Beautiful accompaniment to my Hoya de Caragua Celebracio. 877-DAVE007. We will continue right around the corner. Have some cigar news and info to get to as we continue front and center enjoying the alpha male lifestyle. 
The March selection for the Cigar Dave Officers Club is E.P. Carrillo Cabinet. It delivers medium-bodied taste with a superior balance between flavor, complexity, and smoothness. One look at this gorgeous Ecuadorian Habano Corojo 99 wrapper, and you'll know why the new E.P. Carrillo Cabinet is a flavor powerhouse. It's easy to join the Officers Club. Get all the details at CigarDave.com. The sword, a symbol of strength, honor, and prestige. The sword, the symbol of Monte Cristo. Introducing the new Espada by Monte Cristo. Inspired by the superior craftsmanship of legendary sword makers. Celebrating a unique collaboration between premium cigar authorities. Blended by the Monte Cristo's talented Grupo de Maestros. Crafted by the renowned Placencia family with vintage aged tobaccos. The first Monte Cristo made with 100% Nicaraguan tobacco. Rich, majestic, complex. The Espada by Monte Cristo. A cigar of pure taste and true elegance. Try an Espada by Monte Cristo at your local tobacconist today. And visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Welcome to The Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. Alpha male pleasure maneuvers are now in progress. Please enjoy the Cigar Dave experience. Well, lieutenants need to wish uh, several people a very happy birthday. First up, Cigar Mother and the great Avo Uvesian. Every year they share the same birthday, March 22nd tomorrow. So a very happy birthday to Cigar Mother and to Avo Uvesian. Avo, in fact, they're launching a special Avo Classic Covers edition for his birthday. You will recall that for uh, Avo, every year he would come out with a special limited edition cigar on March 22nd, his birthday. And it was always very easy to remember because that is my mother's, Cigar Mother's birthday. Well, for the first time since 2001, Avo will not be releasing a limited edition birthday cigar. Instead, the company will launch a new improvisation series, an annual limited edition cigar meant to honor Avo the brand more than Avo the man. The first cigar in the new endeavor is called the Avo Classic Covers 2015 Limited Edition. It will be a single-size cigar, a, or a, a Toro 6-inch by 50 ring gauge size cigar that will ship next month, mid-April. It is being blended by Hanky Kellner of Tabacos Dominicanos, the man behind the Davidoffs and the Avos and the Griffins. And the cigar is a playoff, the recently repackaged Avo Classic Blend. 
or, or as Davidoff puts it, a cover. So while the Dominican filler tobaccos are the same ones that are in the Avo Classic, they are making a couple of changes. The binder is a Mexican San Andrean binder, and the wrapper, instead of a Connecticut wrapper, is an Ecuadorian wrapper. So a slight different change on the regular Avo Classic. The new cigar will sell for $16 in 16-count boxes. Only 3,500 boxes have been produced. And while they've always celebrated Avo's birthday with a limited edition, they're doing something a little different, and it's a beautiful-looking pack, uh, package and box. Very, very well done all the way. I'm looking at it right now, and uh, just a very elegant presentation. And as you open up the lid of the box, there is some, oh, it looks to be like a little, uh, like almost a wax paper type of uh, very translucent wax paper that has the silhouette of Avo on the left, with the musical notes across the right, and in the center there is a cutout, and you can see the special Avo Classic 2015 cigars. Very elegant indeed. So a happy birthday to Avo Vasian, and of course a very happy birthday to Cigar Mother tomorrow, March 22nd. And uh, yesterday was Puff Muffin Lori's birthday, March 20th, so happy birthday to her as well. Let us go to the phones and say hello to Vince in Louisiana. You are front and center. Long answers, General. Back at you, Vincent. How are you today? No complaints. Uh, well, first of all, I'd like to say thank you for your show. I've been listening to you for about a year now. And uh, about six months ago, you sent me a very nice package of, I believe it was Patron 99. And I hope that you received the package that I sent you of a libation from Louisiana Rum. I most certainly did. We've got it here in Humidor 1A, uh, Command Center Alpha, in the bar. Haven't opened it yet, but we will definitely do that. Yes, and then uh, on your comments of what you're making today, I just cannot believe that the, the complications that they're doing to our pleasures in Congress and what they're trying to do, uh, they just can't leave the little man alone just to enjoy a weekend after a long week of work. You know, isn't it amazing, Vincent? We want to. We, we work hard. We're intelligent uh, alpha males. We know what we want to do. We know what we want to eat. We know what we want to imbibe, what we want to consume. We can make our own decisions. The problem is we have these bureaucrats, and we have an administration today that believes that they are so far smarter than we are and that we are too unintelligent and too dumb to be able to make our own decisions, which is the furthest thing from the truth. We're very intelligent. But the fact is, they look down on everyone else because they're this small group of people, these bureaucrats, that weren't elected to anything, but yet all of a sudden have this supremely divine power. And it's really time when people say it's time to take back our country. And I know the, trust me, the the uh, the Democrats and the liberals will say, oh, that's code, that's racist code. No, it's not. We want to take it back from all those people who want to make these ridiculous decisions for us. We want to take it back from a government that has gone out of control. We just want to be in, to enjoy ourselves, work hard, play hard, and be left alone. And you know, when we walk into Starbucks, I don't want to hear a conversation on race. Give me my damn coffee. I don't want to have an intellectual conversation with a barista with you know nine or ten nose rings and 28 earrings and tattoos above their eyes and on their neck. I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in getting my hot cup of decaf black. That's all I want. 
Yes, and you know, uh, it, it just amazes me that how many people just will not stand up and speak out on the matter of what the government wants to do with uh, with what uh, we want to do with our own lives. That's our lives. We are smart, and we are intelligent to make our own choices in that matter. And I think, for the most part, 99% of us do. Well, I would say all the alpha males do, because we have many beta males in this country that can't make a decision or stand up for anything if their life depended on it. But we as alpha males know exactly what we want. And Vincent, mark my words, there will be a title shift, and there will be a time of reckoning where this federal government that has gotten bloated and huge and out of control, they will be dealt with. There will be a time. The problem is, I don't think any president right now can even deal with it because you've got these people that essentially are hired for life and they believe that they're going to stay while the administrations come and go. What it really is going to take is a president and Congress to work together. The problem is you have many people in Congress that love a bloated, big government and think government knows best. Wrong. What made this country great was the people who knew best, the citizens. Vincent, I appreciate your uh, your call, and I appreciate the rum, and we are going to do a show on rum uh, in the next number of months. We have never done a show just doing uh, rum-tasting libationary maneuvers, but we will indeed do that. Let's go to Jim in the Cigar City area. You are front and center. Uh, long ashes to you, General. It's a pleasure to talk to you again. Back at you, Jim. Uh, we're, we're talking about this uh, business about running the uh, the age for smoking up to 21 and, uh, you know, 18 is just a number. 21 is just a number. If you're old enough to die for your country at 18, I think you're old enough to get yourself an adult beverage and, and, and a smoke to reduce the stresses when you get off of that combat mission. And the number is 16, 18, 21. Let's treat them even-handedly. Okay. And an even-handed, across-the-board uh, uh, maneuver, let's raise it all to 21. No smoking, no drinking, no voting, and no dying until you're 21. But do it even-handedly, all across the board. You don't have to die, but you don't get to vote. And you don't get to smoke, and you don't get to drink till you're 21. And why not 25? That's just the number two. Anyway, I think that these overeducated bureaucrats that are making these rules probably couldn't earn $10,000 a year with a real job in the real world. Jim, well said. Well stated. In fact, you are 100% correct. Do you realize that if we suggested to these bureaucrats that a 21 or 25 mandatory across-the-board age for serving in the military or voting or smoking or drinking they would be jumping up and down with their face turning 28 shades of red because they'll say fine on the smoking, fine on the drinking. They will fight you on the military age, and you can be damn sure that when it comes to voting, oh, they want 10-year-old uninformed, uneducated kids to vote because they know they can— they know I they can agree which way. More. That's exactly what they want. What, how about Obama this week stating he wants mandatory voting? Mandatory voting. Let me tell you, I take voting very seriously. It is a privilege that we have. It is a, a wonderful uh, privilege and a right in this country to be able to vote when you are of eight, at legal age 18. And it used to be 21, and it was lowered to 18, and rightfully so. However, the problem is you can't force common sense you can't force people to do something 
they should be doing out of their own civic goodness and civic responsibility. You cannot mandate common sense or good sense. And I'll give you an example. We hear these people saying, well, by asking people for a voter ID, well, that's racist. You're making it harder. Excuse me. We make voting so damn easy. You can call up and get a mail ballot. We have early voting now, which is a week, 10 days before, and voting day voting on election day. We've made it easy for people, but yet they want to spoon feed everybody. And there comes a point when you say, how many people in the rest of the world, in Cuba, in Russia, or in any other communistic country, or Venezuela, would love to be able to show an ID and have a legitimate election? Do you think they would complain and say, geez, you're making voting too hard for us? They would line up at the polls. They would get there early to be able to exercise a right they have not had in who knows how many years. In Cuba, it's 50-plus years. In Russia, there haven't been realistic and real elections since Putin's been around. And in Venezuela, those elections are a sham also. And as you said earlier in your program, in spite of that, they do make that 75-year-old woman show her ID card just to buy a pack of smokes. If you want to go see the president or Michelle Obama at an event, you must show an ID. If you want to get on an airplane, you must show an ID. If you want to get Social Security benefits or a driver's license, you must show ID. If you want to vote... Show an ID. That's racist. And by the way, I find it amazing because every state, including Florida now, will give you a free ID card even if you don't, you don't uh, drive. So we have made it easy for everyone to vote. And in fact, I will tell you, we have a special city council election in Tampa. We have uh, Our elections are not coincidental with the normal federal elections in November. They moved it, I don't know, 30 years ago or so, so that it would be differentiated from all the federal and state races. So we have our elections in early March. There were, let's see, the mayor uh, ran unopposed. There were, uh, I think, five councilmen up for re-election. There was one race that was hotly contested. There were three participants. You have to get a majority of the vote. Well, there's now a runoff election that's going to be held Tuesday. I didn't know if I was going to be in town the day after the election when it was announced there would be a runoff election for this coming Tuesday. I called the Board of Elections. I said, please send me out a mail order ballot. They did. I received it four days later. I signed it. I voted. I put it back in the envelope, didn't have to put a stamp, and I took it right to the uh, post office. It was that easy. Now, many people would say, well, that's too difficult because you actually have to take it to the post office. At what point do we say there's got to be some personal responsibility when you want to vote? The problem is is that the, the people in power, the Democrats and Obama, they want people to vote that are misinformed, that are not informed, and make it full of corruption. With To me, online voting would be a recipe for absolute fraud. Don't want to see it. And I am in the online generation. I buy things online. I do things online. I'm very technologically savvy, but I don't want to vote online. I think there's something would, important about being able to either vote by mail or vote in person. I would go a step further with voting. I would say in order to vote, you must have made some sort of a, of a contribution. It was the Warren Court, you may remember, that came up with this one man, one vote. Constitutionally, originally, our... our uh, 
our forefathers required you to be a freeholder in order to uh, to have the privilege of voting. And uh, I, I would take it a step further, General. What's that? The the voting privilege. What's what step would you take it? I would say that you have to have made a contribution of some sort in order to be able to vote. You have to have at least paid a single dollar in taxes. I don't have a problem with that. I, I certainly don't have an issue with that. I think, unfortunately, that too many of the people voting today want free stuff. As uh, They want all the freebies, they want all the benefits, and they don't want to make any contribution. And that's not one race or one gender. I'm saying that as a whole. And I think I agree with you. I think there's people should, I've always said this, everybody should have a stake. Even if you have to pay no taxes, you should at least have to put a buck in the pot, the federal pot, so that you now have skin in the game. And that you, even though you put a buck and maybe that's that's a dollar that, that means a lot to you, well, all of a sudden you're going to make sure your representatives and your elected officials don't squander your hard-earned money. That's what we need more of. Jim, here's what I want to do for you. I would like to send you out the brand-new Romeo Añejo by Romeo y Julieta, nice medium plus to full-bodied cigar. It will come your way. Thank you, sir. My pleasure. Let's say hello to Rich in the Sunshine State. You are front and center. Well, snappy salutes and long-ash greetings to you, General. Back at you, Rich. Uh, before I get into what I wanted to say, I wanted to just mention that I enjoyed the Alpha Male uh, Pleasure Fest, and the Nicaraguan Davidoff was was superb. Excellent. You were at the Hard Rock last November, the Saturday before Thanksgiving. That is correct. Well, Rich, and let I'm me like, ask you, for 150 bucks, did you get your money's worth? Well more. Well more. <laughs> exactly. And right now I'm enjoying a beautiful Opus X Lost City, Forbidden Lost City, and it, uh, I got it at a... Uh, store when I was down your way last week uh, by, by your namesake, and I'm wondering if you have any connection to that particular cigar store. What, what, what store is that? It was called Cigar Dave. No, Cigar Cave. Oh, is it Cave? Cigar I'm Cave. I, okay, it, right I, right I, in I, Palm I, Harbor. I have many people that say, General, I saw you got a cigar store on uh, <laughs> U.S. Highway 19. Well, if you go by fast, it does look like Cigar Dave, but it's, it's called Cigar Cave. My good buddy okay, John asked the corrected. Thank yes. you, General. Yes, no, Cigar Cave. There you now, go. I also wanted to ask you, um, a couple weeks back you had uh, lit up a, uh, in your litation ceremony with a uh, stick match. Yes. Uh, back, in, back in the early 90s when I began mm. my uh, venture into the world of cigars, uh, that was the way to light cigars. Um, I personally prefer the uh, butane lighters, but what's your take on that? Well, I like the mat. First of all, the the cigar cedar matches, which are about three inches in length, is a very elegant way to light your cigar. And they're three inches in length because you need that amount of length in order to be able to light the cigar. You need enough time. Uh, it's not like lighting a cigarette or, or lighting a candle. You need to toast the cigar. You need to puff and rotate, make sure it's properly lit. And those cedar matches that are about three inches in length give you enough time to do it. It's a very elegant way to light your cigar. You can never go wrong with butane. The nice thing is you can light it outside. Matches are more difficult outside. To me, the cigar matches are great in a cigar lounge that's inside or if you are having some people over, some nice guests it's a very elegant way to light the cigars. That's what I find. But for outside, you can never go wrong with a butane lighter. Well, thank you, General. Um, and I am one of your um, lieutenants who have subscribed to the uh, Lieutenant's Club, and I'm um, anxiously awaiting your next arrival. Well, the next arrival, I'm glad you brought that up, is going to be the E.P. Carrillo Cabinet, which was just launched here in the United States, initially launched 
in Europe. An absolutely magnificent cigar. Medium, medium plus. Anything Ernesto Perez Carrillo makes is absolutely fantastic. And that is going to be uh, sent out. Actually, they all went out on Friday, yesterday. So very, very nice. Uses a beautiful Ecuadorian Habano Corojo 99 wrapper, uh, which is the same wrapper that's on the E.P. Carrillo Inch series, which is those big, real big, thick uh, diameter ring gauge cigars. Uh, And they use a very nice Nicaraguan filler and binder. It's a beautiful uh, cigar. Very, very pleasant. You're going to love it, and they're coming out to you. You should probably have it Monday or Tuesday. Awesome, and I highly recommend it to all your listeners. Fantastic. Rich, by the way, we've got a meeting coming up for the Alpha Pleasure Fest at the Hard Rock for next November, so we will let you know on that. And here's what we'll do for you. How about I send you out some uh, Rocky Patel Super Lajeros? Sounds like a real dream to me. Thank you so much. My pleasure. We'll send those out to you. And, uh, Rich, glad that you had a great time at the Alpha Pleasure Fest at the Hard Rock last fall. By the way, those Rocky Patel Super Lajeros are selling like gangbusters. A lot of flavor, but very, very smooth, beautiful Nicaraguan cigar. Lieutenants, the final and concluding segment of this edition of the Cigar Dave Show is next. Listen to Cigar Dave anytime and anywhere with podcasts of the show. Download them through iTunes or visit CigarDave.com. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next? How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. 
Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. Tennis for our final segment, it is Reverend Alpha Dave Delicious preaching the good life gospel. And lieutenants, I need your help in order for me to continue to preach the gospel of the good life around the globe. I need you to help donate to a very worthy cause. That cause is for a brand new 747 for yours truly, Reverend Alpha Dave Delicious. You see, lieutenants, I need to be able to travel across the globe to fight the enemies of pleasure and to be able to say to all those that love cigars and love libations and love their harems, praise the Lord, hallelujah, I am here to preach the gospel of the good life. And if I could just get 500,000 donors to each donate $300, then I will be able to buy that 747 to be able to cross the globe. Now, lieutenants, you say, why am I making a little fun of this, having a little fun with this? Well, I don't know if you saw this, but televangelist Creflo Dollar, an evangelist, a pastor in Atlanta, got a big following, said he needs a new fancy private jet, and he needs the don- he needs donations. 200,000 followers to donate $300 so he can buy a luxury jet to preach worldwide. Because his current Gulfstream 3 has had several mechanical issues. So in order for him to preach the gospel, he and his wife and his kids and other pastors, they need to go around the world. Absolutely absurd. Thankfully, they took it off. Lieutenants, Cigar Dave, the general saying, may your humidor always be full. May your cutter always be sharp. May your ash be extra, extra long. Happy birthday, Cigar Mother. And praise the Alpha Good Life.